0: You've figured out how to use this fucking thing yet,
1: huh? I had a lesson.
0: Did you? A lesson for who?
1: I googled it on YouTube. So <laughs> Zoom for dummies. You're certified now. Yeah, man. I'm going to set up a course and I'm going to teach you bitches how to do it. Certified Zoomer. <laughs> Just call me the Zoom King.
2: Hi, and welcome to the Wireless Podcast, where the ale flows fast, free, and frictionless. Today, we're going to talk about Starlink, uh, CWDP, because I did it and I want not talk about it, and uh, Wi Fi 6E. Again, why not? I'm your host, Dan Jones. With me is Ryan Dodds, and being impeached for the third time, Mr. Alan Blake.
0: Dan, are you standing rather than sitting there? I am standing.
2: Uh, I don't know. Just fancied it. Just fancied standing. There. I, I feel a bit more like energetic when I'm stood up, you know, for the recording. Oh,
0: <laughs> you look the opposite of energetic, right? <laughs> oh, honestly, do you know what? I, I, I've had a horrific week. I really have. Have you? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been awful. Um, <clears throat> oh, didn't you have a Barney just... with a with a customer? I can't really discuss
1: that here. Can I? Why not? You're amongst friends.
0: <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, there'll be some
1: insensitive. Uh, sort of... I mean, well, we're not going to tell anyone else. We're just going to publish the recording of you
0: talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. We'll park that one down. Yeah. Fair play.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, Ryan. What are you drinking?
0: Uh, what, what, what what do you mean I thought you said this was a dry episode this week
2: uh, was it? I mean <laughs> not for Shit, me I didn't not get not that me. memo <laughs>
0: no no I, I, no bollocks I've got a message that said we should do a sober podcast next week no one wants to hear that
1: come no. on it'd be the most dullest thing in the world it'll sound like a Wi-Fi ninjas podcast
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh come on it won't be that bad I'm <laughs> not <That laughs> oh, oh. joking guys shots fired <laughs> No, no, yeah. I've, got, I've got the message here. What was the message? It, it came from you. It said we should do Me? a sober podcast. <laughs> it didn't that, I was drunk when I said it. You You must have been drunk.
1: Do you you hey. know, just to mix it up, we should do a sober one. <laughs> <laughs> we might actually talk some sense for a change. And, and actually, to be fair, it could actually be technical because we could oh, remove my, the bands. No one, yeah. no one wants that.
0: No, because. Um, New Year, New Boilers Pubcast.
2: No, man, New Year, same shit. <laughs>
1: that's,
2: that's what you get. Oh, there's your episode title. <laughs> there it is. It's, it writes there's itself. There's your title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. So, Alan, what are you drinking then? <laughs> if has gone sober? I've got miserable. the opposite.
1: I've got the opposite. <laughs> actually, I have cut down. I've actually started running. Um... As well. So that means I can drink more beer. okay <laughs> That's how it works, is it? I think so. That's what I was explaining to me. But anyway, I'm, I've got myself some monkey magic, it's called Monkey Oh, you magic. can't see that on this camera if I if I do it too close. Yeah, Monkey oh, Magic. Magic with a J and a K. Yeah. Like yeah. It. So it's uh
2: that's so hipster, mate. You are you are oh you're so cool.
1: You become a it's vegan soon morning. It's a Belgian pale ale and um It was actually given to me as a Christmas present from my boyfriend. Matt Wenham? Yeah. He sent me a subscription to Beerhawk. Bless him. Beerbods, Beerhawk, I think it's cool. So these are the selection of beers that he got me as a Christmas present. So I'm drinking them. I've been saving them for the next time we recorded it. And I also got myself another one called a Mackinac. And it's actually, do you remember we spoke about the different types of acronyms for IPAs?
2: Yeah, Yeah. So here's
1: a new one. Here's an ABA. So what's an ABA? EBA. ABA. Dancing uh, Queen? No. Mm, Asian right. brown ale? Oh, close. Oh. Think more west. Asian where the Yahoos things. live. Where the Yahoos live. Where where, where the, the Americans American brown ale. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, American <laughs> Think brown ale. More alos. west. <laughs> where where the to? Yahoos live. <laughs> that's what they call the Yahoos. Yahoo! Kim will vouch for oh, me on that. Cry. That's how he. That's how he kind of calls calls down to the kids. Yahoo, kids, off we go. <laughs> well, okay, I call them the Yahoos anyway. So I mean, okay. No so an American
2: Brown Ale. Yeah, never heard. I of I do American like a Brown, brown ale. ale. I'm I'm just on the wine again. Red wine for me. I've, I'm I'm just hitting it hard now. If it if it's less than thirteen and a half percent
1: alcohol, there's no point. <laughs> that's what I've got to. And a litre. If it's less than a litre, there's no point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, is, is that because you're homeschooling? Exactly. Exactly it, that. How is that oh, going for everybody? Because I guess nightmare. we've all got kids. And
2: <laughs> it's like oh. we're not teachers, are we? Well, my wife is, but she's not doing any, te- she's not doing any of the homeschooling because she's actually teaching kids,
1: <laughs> but oh, really? from home. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. it's left to you then?
2: Well, so now I've got to teach our kids. Yeah. And what's brilliant is like my, my son. So my wife's an English teacher. My son comes in with his English homework, bearing in mind he's nine, English homework, and goes, oh, dad, can you read this through for me? I look at it and go, yeah, it looks really good, mate. He takes it down to his mum. <laughs> it's just like there's spelling mistakes everywhere. He hasn't used full stops, capital letters. I'm not being funny. I'm dyslexic. Like, you don't want to come bring in English work to me to check.
1: Do you know what I'm saying? I'll tell you what. Their age group, because my daughter's eight, and her English is just out of this world. To her, it's normal. But talking about nonverbials, um, pronouns, um, you know, uh, deposition. No, what was the word? It was like um, words I had to Google because I didn't know what they were <laughs> called. Um,
0: I had time-based conjunction to do. A what? A time base. Ta- I don't even know if this is a thing. Time based conjunction. She, uh, What's she that? Some work. I, I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Listen mate, right? I, I, I've been open and honest about my GCSEs. The spell deed. Right, I didn't do it very well at school, and she brought me. <clears throat> she brought me this word, and she was like, "Oh, um, what do you think of this?" And I was like, "Well, have you thought about changing this word?" She was like, "No, because it's not a time based conjunction, Dad." I was like, "Right." Right. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. So this this is one. My son goes to me.
2: Oh, is that um because that's a split diagraph. It's like a what a split. What he means is magic e. Oh, Do you right, remember okay. magic e? Magic yeah, no. magic e. <laughs> oh, Alan's What's too that? old even for magic e. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God, am <have> I just <laughs> showing my ear here?
2: <laughs> that's where that's where you have like an e on the end of a word. And like two letters before it changes it from the phonetic sound to the actual sound of the letter.
1: Give me an example, please. Oh, mate. One, Carol. Uh, Tide. As in, tide his lace or the tide is coming in? Tide is coming (laughs) in.
2: (laughs) Okay. That would be a split. Uh, Would it? (laughs) I don't know. Would it? (laughs) Yeah, no, it would. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's T (laughs) I D and then the e at the end so that's, that's what I knew as a magic e but apparently now it's called a split diagraph
1: <laughs> it is you knew? Uh, what you what did you call it back in your day um spelling
0: I went to the I school know. of hard knocks up E. you see
1: <laughs> what did you have to honest, I can't remember I honestly can't remember what I was taught at the age of 8 <laughs>
0: Picking me nose, looking out the window, or something. Maybe.
1: I have no idea.
2: It's probably did doing you never crime. watch the videos at school? Magic, magic e. Did they have videos when you were at school? <laughs> <then>? <laughs> no,
0: <I'm not. laughs> no. To be fair, they, they t- did. It took them a week they... to bring them in on horse and cart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I did. Have a maths equations on a on an abacus. Right. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't that old. It was. It was. We very rarely had TVs. Um, I mean, if they were, they were wheeled on on this massive trolley. Oh, yeah. And it was VHS or even Betamax videos back then. Uh, I mean,
2: and they were and they were proper strapped on because if they fell over, they would literally uh, kill a couple of kids, wouldn't they? They, they were <laughs> the,
1: the, the screens were tiny, but they were just massive, great big, ridiculous, <laughs> man. But yeah, oh, I love anyway. it. So homeschooling is all great fun. That's oh, all we can say. It's terrible. Yeah.
2: It's it's, uh, it's terrible because it 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 remi- more than anything else. It reminds me how bad I am life (laughs) when i've got my my sons coming in doing maths and i'm like i i I ain't got a clue where's just pull your calculator out that's
1: what it's for (laughs) google it well that's the thing isn't it information is at our fingertips now it's in your phone you don't even need need to remember anything anymore that's the sad thing about it so i've got high expectations for my kids to be albert einstein's because if they're learning this kind of stuff learning it properly I mean, even phonetic learning, where you're sounding out the words. Um, all of my kids have done that, and I never did. It was literally, oh, back yeah. in the day, I had a, you know, the old backy tins you get, the little, you know, the, the, the metal backy tins that the old men used to smoke. We used to get <laughs> letters in there. Um, they were laminated kind of words, and they were, you go home and you learn cat you learn yeah, yeah. rats, yeah, exactly. bats, yeah. and dog, and all these three-letter words, and then you get four-letter words and so on and so forth. But it was all a memory game. It was all about memorising the words and just recognising yeah. the letters. It wasn't about cat, k- cat. K- you know, that's what yeah. kids do. They sound out the letters to make the word, and it helps them. It's a really clever, um, clever way of learning. Um, so did, but, you, yeah.
2: did you not have the kicking king and clever cat and all that, Annie Apple? No. I can't remember what yeah. that. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe because you guys were up north, you just didn't have access to like education.
1: No, <laughs> we were we were already down the coal mines, weren't we? By the time we were ten. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. I love it. You're minus two with your top off. <laughs> so,
2: talking of talking of places that you know are hundred times behind civil, hundred years behind civilization. Um. Up here. north, up north, Starlink could be quite useful, couldn't it? For for you,
0: get, you guys I get up north. broadband than you, and you know you, that.
2: Hey, I get nine hundred and ten meg, mate. I got fibre to the house.
0: Oh
1: hmm. yeah, oh, I could yeah. have that if I wanted it. <laughs> how, much, <laughs> how much data do you really need?
0: He doesn't. He's just he, he's just seeing it.
2: You know. Well, no. So I was on. I was on two fifty. And for £20 less a month, they would upgrade me to 900 meg. So I was like, all right.
0: Yeah, but Dan, I know for a fine fact that you don't get 900 meg because you've got a Meraki MX-64 as your default gateway, right? No, I don't. Ah. No, I, had take, I had to take
2: it out. I had to take it out because it it wouldn't do it. Uh, okay. No, I'm actually using the BT Home Hub now. <laughs> I'm not using it for the, for the... I'm literally just using it as the... uh as the firewall, as the router.
0: Third-rate citizen using a home hub now. Next, you'd be oh, using mate. a Nighthawk, like i Do
1: you know what? What's interesting <laughs> is um, they've actually announced. You might uh, turn off,
0: mate. He hasn't all paid the bills.
1: <laughs> have I gone dark? You have. All right. What about now?
0: No, still, still, dark. still dark, mate. Oh, like I mean, it's, it's
2: good. It's good. It's good for all the audio listeners to know that you've gone dark. They don't care. Ca- just carry on, mate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah we'll uh we won't edit this out i think going back maybe my camera just switched off interesting um for anyone that's interested it, um i have a black magic uh cinema pocket camera running i look awesome don't i dan
2: you look more 4K. awesome than
1: normal mate oh yeah now you're talking um anyway <laughs> did you know they've released or they've announced at um ces uh wi-fi 6e routers so yeah. the netgears the tp links um the linksys uh even the asus routers and have you actually seen in google what the new netgear 6e looks like is it has it just got like 20 antennas <laughs> no it looks it looks pretty um, looks like it's called smart. I mean, is that is, is that the, the, the tie Night fighter Hawk? one yeah. Looks like yeah. a TIE Fighter. Yeah. I it have looks seen like that. a TIE Fighter. It's pretty awesome. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but it's kind of I guess quoted as the Mandalorian spaceship. <laughs> you know, that's the aesthetic look it's gone for, apparently, which I don't know if it's true or not. But yeah. So there's some um an array R-E- of
0: REX E five hundred. That's the one.
1: Yeah. Are they, so
0: are they
2: available in the UK though? Are they US only at the moment?
1: US only at the moment i believe yeah, but, but i imagine there'll be a there'll be a batch coming out over over the pond it'll
0: over here pretty quick i mean especially with speeds of promise of 10.8 gigabits per second
1: wow <laughs> we could we've really been saying I've that shit for that. years on that product haven't they let's be honest they, they've never they've never really understood um how it actually works i mean the, the routers have been tri banned since 19 19- 99 <laughs> let's be honest you know no, it's, or something it's stupid. still
0: tri-band and provides up to 200 percent more available spectrum
1: but that's funny so, though isn't it because you've had you've had wi-fi routers before 6e came out saying they were tri-band because they were 2.4 5 gig and 5 gig now yeah. you've got a 6 gig antenna in a 6e router well, why is it still called a tri-band
0: <laughs> well because they've, they've dropped that you see because it's six gigahertz five gigahertz and 2.4 now
2: so, they have, so put a, all, they have put all three in? Because that, that was one of the things I was I was interested in was whether they were just going to ditch 2.4 altogether. But I guess for home products, they probably
0: can't. No, you can't. Like they would never uh, do that my because... Ring doorbell.
1: My ring doorbell yeah. is 2.4. Yeah. You wouldn't believe how popular 2.4... Well, you probably would. 2.4 <laughs> kind of rules <laughs> no, the I consumer market of because of range <laughs> at the end of the day. That's all it is. It's purely because the range yeah. is so much better than 5 gigs. So every... Everything uses it, even the Alexas, um, all of these yeah. voice-activated um, Google Home devices. They're all using, like Ring you've just mentioned, they're all 2.4 predominant um, because of the range. Yeah. And and that's purely because of the shit deployment of home Wi-Fi within the home. It's in the wrong place, so they have to go with 2.4, and that's why they, they roll it out still in these products.
2: Did you, did you see that thing um, BT are offering now, an extra £5 a month, and they'll... They'll guarantee your 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 signal in your house, and and eff- effectively, isn't that like rather than you paying for their mesh system up front, it effectively just spreads that cost out across however many. Yeah,
0: what they're saying is, that you need tech support. You'll get it within twenty four hours. Somebody will be at your house in twenty four hours. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? Well, is it all because of the the caliber of people
2: that come out? Sure, but for. 90 percent of the things that are going to have gone wrong like you know i I think about um my grandparents or even like brothers and sisters and things that literally don't have a clue what they're doing most of the time it's going to be something pretty simple isn't it Mm. (laughs) well my 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 dad's just put in um the wi-fi six orbi system into his house and like like classic don't know about Wi-Fi. He's like, oh, it's absolutely brilliant. I can go right up to the end of the road and I still get Wi-Fi. It's like, that. that's not a good thing because it now means that basically anyone within any of the houses up your road, you know, are going to be waiting on your channel and, you know, making
1: making everything go crap. But that's the misconception, isn't it? With people that don't, don't understand. Be. it's It's like how loud does it shout the louder, the better, but (laughs) you don't really hear it. But if you were on the same frequency, then it would become bloody annoying. They just don't get that concept. So everyone's just pushing out the fact that you've got a signal, but again, lack of education thing. How do you educate consumers? Because I guarantee some of them will go, I don't care. I just want it to work. I just want to connect. I just want the signal. So they're not really interested in understanding like the depths that we go through.
0: I I couldn't believe how much shit people put up with on it yeah. and accept it. I mean, uh, a friend of mine, he's an electrician, and um he, he asked, he says, oh, I'm having some problems with Wi-Fi. Can, can you come out and look? So I said, what's the problem? He says, right, well, so I've got this extender upstairs, and I've got this downstairs, and I've got this in my shed out the back. So I said, right, okay. He so says, tell us what happens. He says, well, what I do is when I go from downstairs, I disconnect from the Wi-Fi, and I connect to the upstairs Wi-Fi. I was like, oh, does it do it automatically? He went, no, no, I do that manually because downstairs Wi-Fi doesn't work upstairs. I was like, right. And he was like, and that, that works okay. And then what I do is I, I plug this in and I'm like, mate, like, what, what do you mean? You, you disconnect and connect to your upstairs Wi-Fi? Well, they're two different Wi-Fis. And I was like, show me. And he had two separate SSIDs set up. So he's got his Virgin Media one downstairs, the default VM9. Yeah. And then he's got just some i don't even know what it was like a repeater was, or something yeah it was just some random like spurious characters that were just like he's like oh that's upstairs wi-fi and then <laughs> and then i've got garden wi-fi because um i've got another one of them extenders outside and i'm like shit that bed like I was like what do you think that's all right and he's like yeah and to be fair there wasn't much i could do with these overall wi-fi because the um the signal wasn't particularly great, and he was just repeating a crap signal. Yeah. Um, so he's he's buying some new APs, but I blew his mind, the fact that I called the SSID exactly the same upstairs and put the same pre-shared key in. <laughs> he's like, well, I, I don't have to disconnect now. I was like, no, no, it's brilliant, isn't it? It's
1: what it is, isn't it? It's magic to them. It's like, oh, my God, wow. How did you do that? Oh, it's just yeah. we learned you know <laughs> yes. we know exactly what we're doing the person who installed it and sold you that service they don't know what they're doing but mm. they they've been paid for it so you know have this one on me oh thanks mate thanks ryan <laughs> you're my hero no worries and then did you put your cape on ryan and fly off into the uh distance
0: no the i Wi-Fi just cape? said um
1: got in your car and drove off
0: <laughs> it, it, of i mean you you love them Al and dan i mean your, your friends who are tradesmen, electricians, plumbers, or whatever, they all need a bit of IT help every now and then. You just bank them up a little bit. And he's come to install my new um, thermostat and my new lights uh, next week.
2: Nice. Do you I not don't... know how to put a light bulb in, mate? Do you want
0: to help? No, no. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm banned from doing any electrical work in the house anymore. Oh, um, okay. That, that's since uh, just before Christmas. I, I blew myself up. I literally <laughs> <laughs> full full blast of two hundred and forty volts went through my hand. Ugh. And Blake. um yeah, it hurt. You,
1: you went F'd, were you?
0: No, no, that's why it hurt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, I've done that a few times. I mean I've
0: for years I've I've always swapped my own plugs, switches, <clears throat> uh, lights and things like that. Lights. and um we decorated the the passageway, and all the walls were replastered. So I changed the the light switch. So the missus was like, "Oh, well, you change them and put the new ones on." So I said, yeah, yeah, no problem. So it takes it off, turns the electric off, t- takes the front off, wires it all up, turns the electric back on. But it was a double switch, so upstairs and downstairs. So exit uh, right. goes. Yeah, yeah, perfect. <sighs> Didn't turn the power back on. And because it was the but new... But you turned the light off. No, I turned, the, I, I turned the light off, right? But because it was the new switch and I didn't really have to do anything with it, I pushed it back into the socket, into the back box, and I'm yeah. screwing. I've got to hold the screw, and I'm screwing through the face plate. What I didn't realise was the live cable had gone behind the screw hole of the back box. And I've got oh. a hold <laughs> screw, and I just... Next thing I... No, all of the house is just in darkness. The freshly plastered and painted wall now has a big black scorch mark up the wall. My hair, I'm not kidding you, was actually stuck up on on the side. And my arm was tingling like fuck. And the missus is going, What's the matter? What's the matter? Like, you don't want to like alert people to your distress. So I was like, my heart is pounding like hell, right? So I'm like, <laughs> having to calm myself down a bit. And she's like, What's the matter? I was like, It's all right. It's all right. I'll fix it. She was like, she like What's the matter? I was like, I think, I think. But I'm really, like, my heart's going so fast. I thought I was going to die. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not allowed I'm to, do
1: to be alive, son.
0: Like. Oh, that is good. I got a lot of time for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah that, that, that was fun and now I know what it's like to get an electric shock of, of that magnitude yeah it's pretty good oh, would
1: you pretty would, pretty good. would you have that again or a kick in the balls
0: I'd rather take a kick in the knackers for that Like, to be fair <laughs> my arm my arm tingled for a week I'm not kidding <laughs> I don't
2: I don't know that I would ever voluntarily take a kick in the nads
0: well hold on you haven't had a belt <laughs> up 240 done it's,
2: it's <laughs> No, it's I have. So I've done it a few times. I used to do it with, like, I couldn't be bothered to, like, turn servers off and things like that, so i just, like, open them up, stick my hand in, and just... No, that's touch. not the same.
0: No, no, but I've touched...
2: No, no, i touch touched the bit where it was the full 240. You touch what bit? <laughs> the bit. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so I was saying Starlink is coming to the UK. So, Ryan, you could get yourself some decent internet, mate. Do
0: you know what? Um, I probably will get it because um, I've been thinking, well, I was looking at upgrading to business broadband on the basis oh, yeah. that you get like better SLAs. You know, I'm working from home. Well, I'm seeing, I always work from home. Mrs. works from home now. And obviously kids <clears throat> doing um, remote learning things, I was thinking, well, it'd be, Good that if it did go down, I could get a bit of a, a faster response. But then they were trying to charge me an extra thirty-five pound a month for the same speed, less upload speed it was halved. Right. Um, but I would get somebody out in twenty-four hours, and I was thinking it really doesn't justify that to be honest. Do they? Do um, they
2: take? Do they change the contention if you go from a like a personal to a business? No.
0: That's no. oh, yeah, it. Right. Right. Um. although it did promise me a free router oh you (laughs) know good of him (laughs) all right but what what i think i'll do is obviously i'll be upgrading the firewall to a dual one firewall anyway and then potentially looking to get installing so you got two you got two reliable i mean from all intents and purposes the the testing that's been done i mean what's the what's the latency was it around about between three and ten milliseconds or something. I was gonna say I think eight eight milliseconds on average or something. Oh, wasn't that's it? not bad. And you yeah. can get sort of two hundred meg up, two hundred meg down. So I thought, well, it's not it's not a bad alternative to be honest.
1: Yeah, we well, for Starlink, in... eight meg. Uh, sorry, eight milliseconds, is that what you're saying? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right,
1: I'm just reading actually that they're saying that they get twenty to forty milliseconds latency
0: users in America. Yeah, I, I don't know, I'd seen it um I'd seen this. I'm sure it was on Twitter somewhere. Someone put a screenshot saying that they were testing the new Starlink, and they said yeah. the latency was around eight milliseconds. But I'd imagine there's not many people on it at that point. I would have thought
1: satellites would have given you more latency. It's just the amount of throughput that gives you would have been way more high than say anything that can, Typically, like any DSL or or broadband that can link. give so you around about
0: uh, like like two or three seconds worth of latency. Yeah, because yeah, cause, cause, yeah they, they cause, probably, they're high latency, I thought, but maybe.
2: Yeah, yeah no, the, no. Normally they are because they're geostationary, so they have to be so far out from the Earth to stay at the same orbit the whole way around. So it like one satellite looks after like the UK, so it's always pointing at the UK. The whole point with Starlink is that it's much much closer,
1: right?
2: Like so, so it, they're they're not geostationary. They're 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 like moving much quicker than the Earth is spinning. Um.
1: What does what speed does the Earth spin at Dan? I
2: don't know, mate. The top of my uh, head, ask, sorry. ask
1: ask ask your son. He probably, probably knows. He probably would.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Bless him. Um well, thousand uh, so- uh, miles an hour nice is that a guess we, roughly, you know? roughly i mean the, the earth rotates once every 23 hours 56 minutes and 4.0953 <laughs> seconds um, right or so, <laughs> just off okay. the top your so if you if you work that out uh the equator moves at about the speed of about 460 <laughs> meters per second or roughly a thousand miles an hour so that you know take take that as you want and how
1: fast and how fast do you survey how, 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 how much? How, how, <laughs> how much square footage can you cover on a survey? How much? <laughs> Visual, visuals much don't work, work. <laughs> for a podcast. Uh, <laughs> the, can't so, Google that shit, can you, Ryan? No, no, of course I <laughs> can't, can't Google like
2: that. The, the, I think the thing that I find interesting is one. Rural connections, especially businesses that are like out in a an in, in, in industrial park somewhere where at the moment their options are shitty d s l where they're getting like one or two meg or paying ten grand to get fiber put in and then having to pay eight hundred quid a month for a lease line so yeah
0: if, there's a lot of businesses um that basically rent their lease lines have you know? have you noticed that out in the sticks? Yeah. Caracrunchers will buy like a big one gig lease line on a mm. five year deal and they'll put wireless point to point links in yeah. within the sort of business part and stuff like that. But <clears throat> I agree because I mean somebody was saying, Oh, I think it costs for the first year for Starlink costs about fifteen hundred quid because you've got a big I think it's five or six hundred pound one off fee. Yeah, you've got, you got to kit. buy the kit, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, and then it's about eighty quid a month. To be honest, that's that's not bad because if you think like I know customers that have bought bonded DSL or EFN, yeah. Oh, yeah, and yeah. it's so expensive, it is ridiculously expensive, and I would I would hazard a guess that they paid more than that, yeah, for one, yeah, off definitely,
2: hundred percent, like. and like so we, we we've ended up putting um putting in like a lot of four G, but not as not as like a. Not as like the main line, but just as like a, a backup if the DSL line goes down or something like that, like a cellular link as like failover. Um and that's and that's great because that that means that the business can keep going. But I think if you can if you can put in something like a Starlink, you know, that's coming to the UK now, like you say, for the for the price of what, you know, even if it's 150 quid a month, like loads of businesses I know that would bite
0: bite the hand off for that decent quick internet you know and you don't even have to be a particularly big business i mean no if you if you are what i would class as a a more modern day business you you might have an office a couple of people maybe even yourself but the majority of your business is done online yeah you take you take the internet away from your business and you effectively don't have one Um, yeah exactly phone lines run over an internet connection these days um Cause gone of the days of ISDN or will be soon. Um, let's take that step further.
1: You just talked about being cut off from the internet. <laughs> Uh-oh. Let's get a, let, let, let's, let's let's talk about big tech just,
0: just quickly. You know where I'm going with this, don't you? Here, he, here he any exactly you're going with this. Come on, we piss we piss somebody off every episode, so let's let, let's just piss an entire country off, shall we? <laughs> All right. <laughs>
1: Do you think it's a good idea that the power potentially that big techs have been able to cut off the United States of America's president from Twitter? Yes. Apps? Yes. And that, that, does that set a precedence for social media? The fact that you could, hear, hear me out, so you can remove someone's profile from a platform or social media app. Then you can remove that app from a store to prevent anyone from downloading it. You can then stop it potentially from being hosted on, a cloud or AWS services, you can then stop the website from being hosted on whatever domains. So you have these big tech companies potentially having the power to, sh- and this is what I feel that they've done. They flex their muscles and sh- just shown how much power that they've got to, to, to basically sling out, let's be honest, Trump's a dick, right? He, he's, he's not <laughs> a, a great role model. All right. he's He's a, he's a doofus. And you just talked about being shut off from the internet because these yeah, yeah. telcos can do exactly that. They can cut you off from being communicated. They can cut off your 4G. They can cut off your internet and isolate you, so you don't get any information. It's just yeah. I don't feel comfortable with that. That there's a there's there's a handful of major big tech companies, and we're all sending and hosting all our services in Azure, AWS, and and all these companies are going out in the cloud. We've got Wi Fi solutions in the cloud, Meraki's in the cloud, you've got um, Mist in the cloud. I'm just saying, do you not feel potentially that's a big risk having that much power with these big tech companies to be able to do what they do? And I
0: do and I don't. It's the culture now, though, isn't it? Because you've got this cancel culture where people will see something online. Everyone's got an, it doesn't matter how how bad it is, someone's got an. an opinion, and someone has the right to be able to say what they want to say, right, but you get people who will to a point they've got a
2: right to say what they want to say I think that that's that that would be my point,
0: yeah, but you, you know you've got you've then got these people who then kick up such a fuss where these people are either kicked off a platform they're sacked from their job um anything like that, just because somebody didn't agree with what they said
2: no no see they're only kicked off if they go against the terms and services that they signed up for in the first that. place when they signed up for I that do get
0: that and i do that I do think that technology companies especially at the moment you know when there's a lot of fake news went across and you could argue it swears elections you can argue it swears uh what people think I think these companies that, do for me have is the responsibility biggest. do have a responsibility to say actually listen mate, what you're saying is not wrong, but it's unfounded. You can't you can't be in a position. Like for can sake, Elon Musk, right? We're talking about Starling. Fuck it. Elon, Elon Musk um said some things on Twitter that made his stock price soar, right? Yep. You can't be in a position in a company like that and say things like that because you can be accused of- But he was
1: fined for that. The SEC fined him for that. It wasn't Twitter that didn't remove him. So what what he did and said wasn't against Twitter's T's and C's, it was against
0: the regulations
1: in which he's conforms to. So what's your argument?
0: No, what I'm saying is it's the same situation. (laughs) You can't can't be in a a position (laughs) like that with X amount of hundreds of thousands of followers um, or even be a president of a nation and just spout unfounded stuff and drive up <laughs> hatred and violence towards other people you you, you can't don't totally. do that
2: so i think and i think that's but that is the line that these companies have drawn though isn't it it's the hate and violence line that they've drawn what well, and and so for them to say look sorry if you're going to do that we're not going to let you use our platform. I think that's fair enough because mm-hmm. because you signed up for that when you when you signed up for their account. Now, do do I think that it would be good for say AWS to decide? Oh, okay, we're not going to host that company's data anymore because we don't agree with say uh, their business practice, business practice or their or their supply chain. No, but if they did do that then all they would find is all the other businesses would remove themselves from their platform anyway. Great. And I think and I think that's the difference is like in this instance, Trump has been removed and a bunch of people that are like, but we agree with Trump, so we're going to leave too. <laughs> Twitter are like, cool. <laughs> like I don't think they care that a bunch of people have left because I think they're like, great, now our, now our platform is a nicer place to be. No, I agree. Great. And, and, and and now and now there's a platform and now there's a platform where those people can go to and they can
1: talk to each other and oh, that's fine. That's fair enough. Yeah, they can all kind of live in their own echo chambers, basically. It's what it is. Exactly. But yeah, but I mean, but, but all I'm saying is that it, it's shown regardless of what they've what, yeah. what was breached in the, the season who hold. gives a shit... Exactly. That That's the point I'm making. I don't give a shit about Trump. Yeah. I don't care about American yeah. politics. I'm really sorry to all my listeners, But or my listener. I mean, he's Norwegian. Maybe Jim. He's American, so we're rooting for him. Um. I don't care too much, but the point I want to make is that I've seen something that I'm conscious of and concerned about the fact that you've got these conglomerates that can literally go, they can cancel me, they can cancel you.
2: Google and Amazon and Facebook, you know, have have been like that, you know, for for years and years and years. Like but we are the ones that have dependent. given them that power. Yeah, but we're the ones that have given them that power because we use their services, because we use their their stuff. Like, I I really 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 don't like Facebook. I don't use any of their platforms other than WhatsApp, and I, I am trying my hardest not to use WhatsApp, but.
1: Let me give you a good example. I don't like Apple. That's fair enough.
2: So and don't use their kit.
0: Yeah, yeah, use Mark. <laughs> but you can,
2: but you can choose, but you can choose not to use their stuff. Like the only thing of Google's that I use is Google Search. I don't have, I don't have any other stuff of Google's. I, I purposefully will not buy their products. Why not? That's fine. That's, that, but that's choice tr- because there are other companies I can go and use the the products of that surely that's the whole point is that you get this choice. Now I have to pay more money for mine because my data isn't being sold off in the same way that, you know, someone can go and buy a echo dot for three quid. Whereas my home pod mini cost me 300 quid. Where do you get it
0: for three quid. Hey, eh? where do you get it from? Three quid. <laughs> well, they're not very people. expensive. Are
2: they? they? I'm pretty sure the Google stuff, they just give them away now. Don't they? It's just, so they've got a microphone and a,
1: they leave them on doorsteps next to door the empty milk bottles to be collected. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you get the, you know, you get the charity bags at the end of the road or the end of the drive. That, that, yeah. They're starting to leave these Google devices out. There going, take yeah. it,
0: take it, take Those it. <laughs> my emergency bin bags for when I run out. I
1: oh, are they? Oh, when really? It, so rather than donating them. your clothes to the charities, you just use it for rubbish because you've no run actually. Out of bin bags.
0: We do. We do. We just don't. Just, I don't like the idea of putting them in the bags. We, we don't need quite a lot of stuff to charity, actually, but we um I don't like the idea of putting stuff in bags and just leaving it outside your house.
1: Yeah. All right, so let's get off our uh, political soapbox then. We've addressed that. I'm glad we have, because that's what we do on the Wireless Podcast.
0: <laughs>
1: we we stoke the emotions. I know, I
0: mean, you've, you've already had one person unfollow you this week, haven't you?
2: At Papa Geordie. Is it at Papa
0: Jordy? your Twitter? Yeah, if you
2: want
1: to unfollow me at Papa Joy. Oh, why not <laughs> send him <laughs> Surprise, all your hate ha- not as send follows. him hate dms
0: <laughs> yeah no no i no, no, hate
1: dms that's a big you know no nah, do just it like do it <laughs> just just send he me a- hate tweets dick pics.
2: <laughs> <laughs> send him send him dick pics <laughs>
1: <laughs> no just just send me hate tweets they're more fun because then everyone can see them uh... we can all kind of engage and, and,
0: and have a laugh about but <laughs> <laughs> child you <laughs> see what i gotta put up with it, it is interesting though to see I, i've seen in the last two weeks people who actually liked each other and would speak to each other quite regularly on social media actively hate each other within the space of two weeks um, i've seen people call each other dicks because they don't like <laughs> what they've said <laughs> it's true
1: yeah, but Ryan, um, we I call you a dick the time, <laughs> says, I
0: agree. Somebody actually retweeted something and said, I agree with this. And the reply underneath from somebody who he knows is dick. Like... <laughs> like just just, pick, up,
2: just pick up the phone to someone, have a conversation with them, like
1: oh no that's boring don't don't take it in (laughs) don't take it offline keep out in the open that's what twitter's for man i want to know what's going on i want to know what's being said i'm done i'm done with the twitter (laughs) chat now let's move on echo how
2: released 10.3 today yes they did i downloaded it yeah do you know what the the big main difference is
1: they got red icons
0: Red icons. <laughs> Go faster APs. <laughs> I actually read to be Did they get rid of Java in this version?
1: No, they did not get rid of Java in this version. To be <laughs> fair, I, I read I actually read for the first time, I think ever, the actual release notes. They're quite and witty, I, I think, the release they notes. They were very actually. witty. Hats off yeah. to Miko or whoever wrote them, but Eck How you did a really good job there. Um yeah. I That's thought they were point. quite funny. Um they were good.
2: Au or, or revoir dongles was was a fave.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the, I think that's the big thing, isn't it? The licensing's changed slightly in terms of registering your uh, server. Yes. You don't have to have something have like get registered it to a, to a, Mac, a Mac, Mac. Yeah. Exactly. So you don't have to have your psychic or whatever you wanted to. So you can actually register it to two devices, I believe, with a Neckerhow account. Yeah. Yeah. So, Which
2: is different from a Connect account. It doesn't have to be a Connect account, does it? It can be your Connect account, but you don't have to have a Connect
1: license. Just yeah. to clarify, the the, the EchoHOW account that allows you to register your survey software on multiple platforms is basically the email address in which you've registered or bought the license with. Yes. That's my understanding. Yep. So it's it's that yep. simple. So effectively, it means you can install EchoHOW on two devices, which is common because I use two devices. So when I survey, I survey with a Surface Pro. Boom. And I don't. Well, because it's the best device out. there for right. surveying with through iPads. I'm on, I'm on my own now. <laughs> I agree with Al. <laughs> yeah. But but the reason why I use is Service Pro is because I'm going to go and join so the much more. Wi-Fi ninjas. But
2: they believe in iPads.
1: <laughs> uh, 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 iPads I think are great. But what stops me from using an iPad is the fact that I have to buy a Connect license, and I don't see yeah. paying no, that much money plus an iPad to justify when I'd like to have the pro license is enough for me to use to then yeah. do Not a survey i don't see why i have to pay more bloody money just to use a bloody ipad all right so anyway aka how nice you are listening don't
2: come at me I, I i i doubt they are listening
0: they they listen
1: they listen come on they listen to to what because when we're, we're anti aka right
0: <laughs> you, you've gone off trend here we're we're accused every week of no, we're not. Yeah, well, yeah, so we, we, are are. We'll no, not.
1: We, we accuse. We're well, We accuse
0: ourselves. Know the accusations
1: come from us. We accuse ourselves of being. Yeah, I was say, yeah it's more. It's more from us.
2: And like, none of us are <laughs> anti-eco because we all fucking use it. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, <that's the laughs> irony we are. literally it. handing them piles of
1: cash every time <laughs> so that we can use their products. So, <laughs> but I think it's a good move. I think it's a good move from Eka. Yeah, it's a great move.
2: I still, and I just have to mention it every time because I have a platform, so I'm going to use it. Um, I still want them to make it so that Ekahau Pro isn't a requirement. I I would rather have, so like at the moment, right? I've I've got three engineers. I would love to buy three Connect licenses and one Pro license, three sidekicks with those Connect licenses, right? I would love to do that. And Ekahau would get more money from me if they let me do that. But at the moment I have to buy three lots of Ekahau pro and two of those Ekahau pros are never going to be opened, never going to be used because the people that are using them don't know. And I don't even want them to know how to use it. They don't need to know. I need them to collect data. That's all I need them to do. And no one ever is listening, but if they were, that's what not only I want, but everyone I talk to wants. <laughs> and you'll get more money from us because you know now, because because now, what I do is I will send one person for three days rather than three people for one day.
0: I, I, I agree with you because the unfortunately, the people that typically do surveys are not always the ones that interpret the data. Absolutely. You just want them to right go and survey this floor, go in every single cupboard, go in every single room, come out, upload the data, and go home. I will then take that data and I'll interpret that how best I think. Right, and 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 the beauty of Connect
2: is that if you did have three engineers doing one building with Connect, they can all go around do their own separate floors, and then as they sync it up, it would merge them for you so that when I'm then sat back in the office, I can open that up and I get everyone's survey stuff straight back into Echo Pro. That's the way it should work. Ekahau, yeah.
0: that is the way it should work. The problem <laughs> is though, that there's, there's certain people who have always said that, oh, you only have to do 10 surveys to make your money back on Ekahau. I don't know in what world that is because in the UK, Dan, you'll know, you yeah. can't charge that much money for a no. survey. You can you can only charge small day rates—one 150 hundred pound a day—to do surveys. To, to get them, to get people to more. do it, though, Dan, done. To, <laughs> to, to be honest, though, um, you, you come up with this: is that businesses think oh, six hundred quid, thousand quid for a survey? Like, mm, is it, is it worth it? Mm. To get people to do it, it has to be it has to be fairly cheap. Uh, in in my opinion, to get to get businesses to do it uh, and apart part with the cash, it has to be fairly cheap. Now, unfortunately, not everyone can be that cheap. So you have to go out and you have to find got a solution. Labor.
1: What? I got a solution. I got a solution. You, you know we used to talk about we need survey monkeys? You can get survey dogs. Strap <laughs> so a sidekick to a survey dog and let it just go walk. With the autopilot. Home.
0: I'm going to be honest, yeah, right? Auto-pilot. I yeah, be wicked. Wicked. Have you Gaff thought of that?
2: tape an iPhone to its face. I would just just a sidekick.
0: <laughs> to my Labrador, there is no oh, way. Labradors
1: of the wrong kind of dog, but you know, you've seen well, really. dogs. You can train your dog to, you know, you can get attack dogs. You can train your dog to attack. You can get attack dogs. You can get Just let them loose in a university. <laughs> <laughs> so, just stripe a psychic to it, and it'll just just roam around the yard, and you can literally just strategically place treats at various positions of the warehouse. That. Yeah, <laughs> so but the then halfway cool, through the then one hour, going oh. What's this biscuit? And then what on the next one? Oh, bacon! And then to be fair, I mean that's, it. that's pretty much
2: that's pretty much what I do with my engineers now. Anyway, I just <laughs> I just, like
0: just
2: Harry leave Arabo <laughs> around the place, <laughs> just getting to get
0: Be honest, Dan, if you offer me, I'll come and do it for free.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: Dan, oh, you'd be it. great to work for.
1: We get paid, and then we get treats on top. <laughs> But so, 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 so moving away from uh, topical conversations, congratulations, Daniel, on uh, achieving um, uh, achieving um, what was it you achieved? you got your CW.
0: <laughs> he got up fee. this morning.
1: <laughs> CWDP. <laughs> right. Wow.
2: So I I I posted this on the um, clear to send Slack group, right? Because what they've got a slack group yeah they've got a slack group yeah yeah are you not an active part of it yeah it's quite it's it's good i enjoy it i've been invited i'm not allowed in i think i just pushed my way in i don't think i was invited either (laughs) um but you know like i i said like it's funny right loads of people kind of bash on cwdp because they say oh you know it's just too easy it's you know anyone can do it you know it's, there's there's it's not hard to get like i agree it's only it's only not difficult if you know the answers i think and i think like a lot say of, about anything well no exactly but exactly that's my point right and so it's not it's not the cwdp is is easy because like if i if i get say the the engineers i've been talking about if i gave my guys here you go guys here's the cwd in fact i did this i gave them the practice tests and i said to them you know tr- try a practice test Um, again i don't know if i should have been able to do that either i just <laughs> let them knock in <laughs> my practice test oh i am Naced getting it. apps i'm gonna get so many i'm gonna get so many letters <laughs> this week
0: you're, you're, you're gonna get lots to of me. hate mail I, via DMs. Yeah, exactly. one of them's yeah. about an
1: NDA. They're, from, they're all gonna be from cwmp
2: yeah exactly um, that's the last time I speak at their conference. Um, <laughs> um but no, but but I got them to do it because I was like, it's easy for me because I've done ECSE design, I've done ECSE troubleshooting, I've done ECSE design, I've watched a whole bunch of videos, I've been to conferences, I've I'm active in the community in terms of like talking to people, asking questions. I I want to know the answers to those questions. I've put myself in those situations where I where I've learned that stuff, right? And so, you know, did did I read the CWDP book? No. Did I spend loads of time, you know, dedicated research to learning so that I could pass the CWDP test? No. But over the last year, year and a half or whatever, I have spent a lot of time learning Wi-Fi, talking to people, learning Wi-Fi. And so because of that, I was able to pass CWDP. But but the but the guys in my team that haven't done any of that stuff, I gave them.
0: I, you know, I, I let I made them do the test, and they failed miserably. But do you think though? Because in the community and at conferences, like you mentioned, we do put a lot of focus on design. Yeah, this is absolutely. how you design. And it, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, from the very beginning, like what you just said there, Dan, the, your guys feel. But from the very beginning, I was thinking oh, I didn't know that you, you couldn't put APs there or it was bad Exactly, put APs there. But after, like you say, being in the community, watching the YouTube videos and, and stuff like that, you get to learn the magic tips, right? You get to learn, you know, don't put one AP per classroom, you know, yeah. Uh, channels D- or as wide as you channels can. channels are useful. Yeah. <laughs> As wide channels as you can until you can't you know yeah. use those sort of things you can literally just rattle them off you you can have a, a tick box full of um good ideas and bad ideas and you could go through and you can pick up all the good ones um I think it's because it's it's almost talked to death the harder yeah. ones uh, to do in in my opinion are a p and s p because yeah. um, that's what I got lot, next <laughs> we, a lot of us we don't get into doing the analysis side of things. Um it's certainly one of the areas I've openly said that the analysis side of things is an area I'm lacking in um, totally. to, to yeah. in, interpret the packets and <clears throat> and understand what's going on Um and you know the security side of things people don't fully understand certificate based authentication people don't fully understand uh, you know that side of things so I think like those are going to be the harder ones to do the design ones are is <sighs> There isn't a there the,
1: the, isn't a, the, the, a
0: standard wh- where you can read a book and it says this is how you should design Wi-Fi. You know, we don't have a body or, or an authority out there that says <laughs> this is how you should design Wi-Fi, right? But yeah, we deep do. Down, Dickhead. Well, we d- we, we don't. we all well, know we it. do, but we don't because they haven't actually well, given us
1: anything yet. No, well, you remember?s Yeah, right. So there was a circulation and and an update that said we've circulated a framework of standards for design yep. we put it put it out there for an opportunity for people to comment and later on this year we're going to publish them so Great. you've seen them right yeah 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 no yeah we have yeah
2: but like but this is what i'm saying because we're people that are actively engaged we're people that are part of part of this you know group of people that are doing that so yes we have seen that and but so that's what I'm talking what I'm about here, just to I be clear, is the WLA. To me, to yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Right WLA. so we're talking about the yeah. WLA's um, remit here to publish design standards, which to anyone listening,
0: they're coming. Yeah. To which be, is also to awesome. be honest, mate. I, I knew all of that. I just wanted to rattle your cage a little bit. <laughs> I, little
1: wasn't, bit I wasn't wild I just wanted to clarify the point <laughs> that you were trying, unfortunately, to make badly. But I think but, but I think.
2: I think Ryan's point is is clear though, is that like the design the design part of things is like the that's like the glamorous bit, that's the bit that can
1: make you look good quickly. Do you know what I mean? Like most important oh, bit. <laughs> it's, more, it's more important than AP. We need to get yeah, Pete McKenzie no, on because me I and think, him can go I, go toe I to toe, toe think, on this. With
2: I th- I think in gloves. a way it probably is, but it's also but it is also the low hanging fruit. You know, like it's it's it is easy for people like me to come like I've, I've been heavily involved in wifi for just over a year and I've done my CWNA and my CWDP. I'll
1: give you a good analogy that Not sums long. up what you're saying. It's the difference between fixing a car and driving a car. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 you only, you, you need to know how a car works to be able to fix it, to drive it. You don't need to know how it works, really. Yeah, yeah. And that's the same with design to a degree. You 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 need to know something about, you know, how a car operates because you need to know, you know, to turn it on. What the steering wheel does. This is exactly. So there's what's a clutch. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I literally I'm haven't, haven't driven, i'm not i literally I haven't, driven haven't, haven't it's a decade now since i drove my, a clutch <laughs> my new car
0: literally doesn't have gears <laughs> so,
2: uh, would
0: you, given the chance though would you rearrange the certs and say that cwdp should be the first exam people should do i definitely because, think cwna was harder than cwdp it, it is it is and the reason i say that is. The majority of people um, who start off on Wi-Fi, I'm not saying this is a definitive uh, demographic, but the majority of people are people who start from the cabling side of things. They've installed APs. They put them up somewhere. So a company will say, I've got 30 APs. Can you go and install them for me? And they walk around and think, well, it's probably best to fit it on that wall there mm-hmm. and to put it this way around and that way around because that's how they think right that's not necessarily the right way having cwdp would know all oh, right okay so uh, i'll put it uh below this air con vent because if i put it above there that's bad right yeah. they don't necessarily necessarily need to know why they just need to know that up there is bad down here is good that turn it this way good turn that way bad that's what they kind of need to know right yeah. and that's that, and that's the solid grounding that people need to have right and then They say, okay, well, I'm 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 interested in that a bit. That that seems that seems quite good. So then you do the CWNA, and you you learn about RF, you learn about antennas, you learn about.
2: Do you do you not think you need? Do you not think you need almost like a CWNA light before CWDP though? Absolutely, because you need you need to know something about. You need to know something about and and like that. That's effectively the way I did it. Right, I did the ECSE design course first and that gave me a really good grounding on this is how you know really basically this is how wi-fi works Mm -hmm. like straight away that was like oh that helps me to understand how to drive you're not just saying someone get in the car and drive you're saying hey this is a this is a this is your accelerator this is your brake this is your handbrake this is the steering wheel
0: you know so you get used to all the different parts of the car before you're told to drive you could break it down a bit further actually. And for a while, if you remember Cisco, um, they don't, I don't know if they do it now, but their CCNA was split into two parts. They had your ICND one and you had your ICND two. Pass both, you can gain that qualification, or you can sit the exam in a one right? I think it would be better to have CWNA light, yeah, because like you, Dan, the first. Wi Fi course I did was an ECSE design course, and I was blown away. I was like, wow, this is yeah, yeah, same, unbelievable. And that still, to that day, still to this day, I remember a lot more of the ECSE, uh, CWNA in light than what I did when I learned when I passed the CWNA exam. And I think if you had a, an associate level, sort of a, not bottom rung but lower, lower level, entry level type, but they, they do have those,
2: don't
1: they? They do have they lower have, level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, CWS, I, is it? Uh, yeah, so they yeah. split those up, didn't they? CWS and CWT, I think. In my opinion, I think that. it, it, I think opinion, think
0: it was kind missing. of the, the wrong way to go. I think there should have been like CWNA Lite and something like the CWDP is, this is a little bit about Wi-Fi and this is kind of how you install it. And then you become a bit more knowledgeable and then you think right, well, I want to know how to troubleshoot those networks. I want to know how to make them more.
1: The argument is that, AP always first, because it gives you the fundamental understanding at layer one and layer two to understand exactly what it is that you're designing for. And it's a bit like, if you want to drive a car, do you want to know why you need a clutch? Do you need to know what the accelerator does? Do you need to know what happens when you turn the steering wheel? You you you, you do if you're going to be designing cars. Yeah. Right? Let's be honest. Well, so I guess I, it makes sense. I, I still believe that the DP is the best one for me personally i think that's going to get you further dp is where you make money absolutely and and uh, you know ap is um nerd level for me which is a level above me effectively you know if you're going to be a nerd you you got my in my total respect and if you can remember all that information then you're brilliant at, at the end of the day but but again what do you need to know in order to help develop you and become a better engineer. I still think that AP after the NA is probably the better um, way to go. Personally, I think that's the natural progression because you understand exactly what it is you're designing for. And the reasons why you make the design decisions, well, you understand fundamentally what that means at layer one, layer two. And I think that helps you to to kind of make those decisions. Mm -hmm. But I still believe it's more of a personal choice because they're not... um, I guess the word I was going to say was mutually exclusive, but they kind of are. You yeah, could yeah. still do DP without learning AP and still succeed, I believe. Yeah, but yeah. then how well would you be? Because you would never be able to fix a network, in my opinion, if you didn't have the yeah. AP knowledge that it gave you. That That's what I would say. So what value are you um, as a designer? But Do you not
2: think that the CWNA gives you enough of what you get from AP? Like so, like I, I have a working knowledge of how to open a packet, look what I'm, you know, see what I'm looking for. I can see, oh, okay, this, this doesn't quite look right, and then I can, you know, I, I can fumble my way around protocol analysis. Now, I'm not going to do what Pete McKenzie does. No one's going to do that, where they just open it and then go, bang, there you go, straight away, I can see the problem. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But like. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to identify a problem, and then kind of figure out, like fumble my way around it.
1: And it just just because of the CWNA. The, the way I see CWNA is another analogy to give you guys is it's more of a general practitioner. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a GP, yeah. you you deal with anyone that comes into the surgery. They can have a cold, broken leg, appendix, appendicitis, yeah. whatever. The yeah. point is that when you go in the professional exams, you start to specialize. In what it is that you want to specialise in? Now, they all complement one another, and DP is more design, architectural stuff. You know, so D- um, DP, you
2: are your cosmetic surgery. Because you're, you're specialising in your cosmetic.
1: Heart, your now. You're a heart surgeon. Okay. You're a heart surgeon, right? I've I've already sorted out these analogies. You're a heart surgeon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you're AP, you're a neuros- a neurologist you a have to be a neurologist yeah. let's, be let's be honest because yeah. that's yeah. just got amazing stuff yeah absolutely and and if you're sp um i don't know you're just some sort of i don't know a janitor i don't know what you are <laughs> if you're an sp what does it matter who share that security i think you're probably more geared around um, <laughs> i hate security I'm with a passion I, I don't know i'm trying to think of uh, something that you can specialize in maybe you're just about i don't know um i can't think you're, of anything gynecologist in. <laughs> that wasn't what i was thinking of but we'll go with that one all right you're, you're a gynecologist um no you're a, you're just a, a you're just a biochemist <laughs> that's what you are you're not really a doctor anymore but the the, the point is that um and this sorry phil morgan because he might listen to this particular episode i don't need to discredit security because he's 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 the wizard of all this stuff but um yeah I I guess you you just need to sort of like understand that there's people who are really good at troubleshooting analysis Mm -hmm. and there's people who are really good at design now I prefer design all day long versus troubleshoot analysis when someone tells me the wi-fi is not working I'm like oh god I hate this I I (laughs) hate troubleshooting because you just don't know where it goes down and that's probably because my skill set is more geared around design because you, you've, the fundamental you've done design knowledge design that more learned. than you've done troubleshooting. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm yeah. aware of you know vendor solutions. I deploy them. I understand, you know, the impacts of channel interference. I understand how Wi-Fi works and and what you know data rates affect different types of scenarios and, and all that kind of shit. So Iofski. He's gone, mate. He's gone. <laughs> He's, He's, gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's <laughs> gone.
0: All right. <laughs> Clearly we were Legend.
1: boring him. Yeah, but it's a good conversation to have, I think, because yeah, yeah. you know you can talk about the right certification to choose. I think in order to achieve the pinnacle, which is CWNE, you're going to need to take them all. And I think once yeah. you've achieved all the professionals, and it's almost like a, I guess a, oh, I don't know the word, it escapes me, but it's um, once you've done all the professional exams, it's almost like a, oh, what's the word? Where you just get given the CWNE because effectively you deserve the CWNE as long as you can kind of justify that you're see the only capable yeah, I and mean, that kind of quality but to kind of go through all of the professional exams it gives you so much more grounding and i think then you can choose whether you want to go ahead and start doing the design aspect or whether actually you want to focus more on packet analysis and troubleshooting because that yeah. may interest you and there's nothing wrong with any decision i i think i think it's i think you you won't know what you want to do or specialize in until you're in that position where your role That you fulfill determines what you do you may be doing more design work so you may end up going i like this because i'm more experienced with it others may find that they're doing more troubleshooting using pack analysis because that's the way they want to go or that's the way they learn or that's the way they've been taught and that's you know how they want to apply their knowledge i think i think for
2: for me it was you know i i want i want to get my cwne i think i think i'm not why pee- can I ask you why
1: enough people um i think why do you want to so, what's what's your motivation and your goal to achieve so you do know what i mean because it's a question i'd love to ask you in yeah, terms of certifications sure. right
2: there's, there's there's two reasons first reason is business to to differentiate myself and to be able to point to something when speaking to a client right so because you know i've been doing networking for 10, 12 years, whatever. But I've I've never been able to point to something and say, because I, I never saw the value in certs, because I, I already had the knowledge in my head. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I there's no need to do certs because I've already done a hundred Wi-Fi networks. Yeah. Um and so that changed when I went on the ECSE course. And I went on the ECSE course just because I wanted to know how to use ECHAL because I just spent a load of money on Echal, right? And it changed when I went on the UCSE course because I was like, there's a bunch of extra knowledge here that my my playing with networks, my, you know, just world experience of networks, because Wi-Fi is resilient, you know, I've put in networks that work, they just don't work as well as they could do, right? And so for me... The reason why I wanted to go down the CWMP track was because it was like, I want to be able to reassure my clients that I'm not just one of these other people that have just been doing wireless networks for 20 years. I want to show them I have been doing that for 20 years, but I've also I've also got this, you know, and and be able to point to something and say to them, like, this is an outside body that has certified me as fulfilling x criteria whatever and for a lot of people they'll just go oh cool you know it it won't make much difference to them it's not like so my apple certs that i've got those are certs i have to have to be able to work with apple yeah so like that's like a different type of cert i have to have it to be able to work with apple this is not something that i have to have none of my clients are asking me okay have you got a cwna they like, they don't know about it, but if I'm coming up against someone else who's saying something contrary to what I'm saying, I'll say, Oh, okay. You know, I, you know, have, have, have what certs have they got, you know, find out from them where they're getting this knowledge from, find out from them where they're getting this expertise from, because here is mine. Do you know what I mean? So from a, from a business side of things, I wanted to be able to point to, and that's why I wanted to do the CWDP first because I because the majority of what we do is design, so I wanted to be able to point to something straight away and go, here you go, I'm I'm certified in wireless design, yeah. the the, the second thing is just personally, just a a challenge personally, you know, to it's been a it's been a long time since I've enjoyed the process of learning. Um and. Wireless has kind of you know done that for me recently um and so that you know that's that's the second reason is just personally I'd like to be able to go you know cool i climbed that i climbed that mountain i climbed you know i i conquered that
1: that thing yeah that's good I think if you've got a personal goal, it will always trump the the business, the business. goals because yeah, I agree you yeah. want to do it it's you're not motivated. By anything other than the passion that drives you and i think that's why you will learn more because you're interested in something and mm-hmm. i think that's good but i'll just ask the i guess the analogies i used earlier was the doctor and the mechanic yeah. right it matters that a doctor is qualified and certified right yeah because you wouldn't go to one who just says look i've been i've been amputating arms for 20 years <laughs> what do i need to go to medical school for right you trust them you know take these pills you know i know what the symptoms yeah. are um yeah they need to be certified and qualified. Yeah. But a mechanic, mechanic doesn't, I mean, if a mechanic said to you, Hey, I've got this, this qualification that certifies right. me to, so to, yeah, to, would yes you no. a shit?
2: Well, yes and no. Right. So probably not with my old diesel car that I've just gotten rid of, but now that I've got my new electric car, that's a new technology. It's a new thing. Not every mechanic is going to know what they're doing. So, my new electric car i am going to take to someone who knows how to look after electric cars so in in this instance yes i am going to go to but but that's me as a personal choice choosing to to go to a extra. and i and i do think that there are you know there are going to be some companies out there that will only want to work with people that have some sort of qualification or some sort of not even necessarily qualification but some sort of
1: certification
2: certification for you know then they're not class. just making this up yeah 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 and and i uh, doctors never used to be you know you used to just be able to say oh i'm a doctor i do, you know i do things <laughs> i i do medicine you used to be able to it was only over time that they became regulated and you know all that kind of stuff and do i think that that should happen for networking stuff yeah probably like it is one of the most underregulated things out there you know anyone can say oh i'm in it and and they could be an absolute you know telling people and the thing is if someone says something with enough confidence other people will believe them and mm-hmm. so by having a certification and that's that's why i have to have certifications for apple right because they don't they don't want to send work to you know all their customers to people that actually don't know what they're talking about and actually just recently apple have massively upped the bar and you know more than half of the people that used to be apple consultants now aren't allowed to be apple consultants because they they don't reach the bar that apple require of them
1: yeah so there's a difference between um i guess being certified in something being experienced yep. in something and actually yep. having the certifications to, to, to show it again, yep. the, I guess the question is, what is the value in that certification? Does it, does it <laughs> differentiate you from competition? Because I feel sometimes that it does, yeah. but does the certification itself give you any, does it prove to anybody anywhere other than saying this? Cause there's always two arguments with certs, right? Yeah. One yeah. is, you're good at passing exams. Yeah. Because certifications, unfortunately, you have multiple choice. Mm-hmm. And it says at this moment in time, here are four answers, I need you to pick the most suitable mm-hmm. one. Let's be honest, you can condition yourself to pass an exam, you can read yeah. a certification guide, you can study. But that's not the same thing as coming, I guess, straight out of medical school and going, well, look, I've read all the fucking books i know how yeah, to do yeah, surgery yeah, yeah. i know how yeah. to diagnose ailments do you okay let's go straight into this um, ward and it, it, this says this surgery this theater and here we go we've got road traffic accident off you go son you've read the books
2: yeah Back yeah on. no yeah and but that but that is why that is why doctors have to do so much experience right <laughs> Like, and and why when they're first doing that first lot of experience they have to have someone alongside them to do it and again we don't necessarily, I think the only thing that comes close to that is the CWNE, where your peers effectively have to go, yeah, okay, this person has, one, passed the exams, but two, they've demonstrated that, you know, they they know, they've added to the community, they've, you know, all, all that type of stuff. Um, so I, I think that's that's the only thing that comes close to that in this industry um do, do you know what i mean like a, a lot of the other certs are just you pass an exam and you're right like i'm pretty good actually at passing exams it's i always have been um because there are certain things you can do you know there are certain ways of doing things where you know you know if you even if you're just a logical thinker a lot of the time you can f- suss out the right answer yeah i, I, know, I in an exam
1: absolutely and unfortunately with cwmp there's nothing else they can do than offer exam yeah proctored exams yeah, of i do feel 100 percent that there's an opportunity to create some sort of practical like the ccie for example that cisco's yeah, yeah. platform is is bloody hard and the amount the amount of respect that you get when you've achieved it because those who've gone through it the ball or understand high. exactly extend what's yeah. required in terms of a kind of commitment of almost 18 months plus financial and commitment as well. They know that it takes a certain individual to achieve that CCI certification, which yeah. is commendable. You can't blag that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Whereas yeah. at the moment we're in a situation here where we have CWMP, right? It's just certification based. I'm a CWNE. I've been one since 2013. Now, someone who's been certified recently, right? Let's mm-hmm. take um Martin Seymour. C- is it Martin Seymour? No. Is it Martin Seymour? I think he recently just he's the most recent one. I'm sure it's I can't remember his first name. I'm sure it's Martin Seymour. Anyway, <laughs> congratulations to Martin Seymour. But again, I'm gonna pick on him because he's the one that comes into my head as the most recent CWNE. The question then is I don't know him, I don't know his work. I respect him as a fellow CW&E, but is there a difference between me and him? He may have been doing Matthew Seymour. Matthew Seymour, sorry, what did I say? His name was Martin. <laughs> Martin. <laughs> Just put, sorry, Matthew, I, was like, I do apologise. Like,
2: it sounds right, <laughs> but I'm pretty yeah. sure it's not.
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry. but would he have yeah. benefited differently from taking maybe? a practical exam to justify the fact that he demonstrates what's needed in the real world. You know, he can actually survey correctly, he can do predictive modeling, he can um, be given a scenario where there's a problem that he instantly knows what that is because he's applied the knowledge that he's learned at the AEP. But this is what we put into an essay, yeah, to demonstrate knowledge in order to qualify to become a uh, CWNE. And then it's put towards a board of advisors who then review that application, and say, does this person demonstrate that they are a knowledgeable in, you know, the CWMP track, and I guess do they demonstrate that they know what they're talking about in this particular essay, and and it's it's a judgment call based upon someone going. I know this guy. He's been endorsed. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes. He, he, his essay is fantastic or his blog is fantastic. He, he knows what he's talking about. Therefore yeah, he yeah. deserves to be a CWME for what, what, whatever, but I'm just curious to understand.
2: 420. If, what an awesome number.
1: <laughs> 420. <laughs> yeah. Why is that awesome?
2: 420. It's yeah,
1: it's
2: 420. It. Do you not? No. With the
1: marijuana. The what?
2: With marijuana. 420. I don't know what's do you know what's mar- Right, mate, what's you're marijuana. To, you're g- I'm, I've fled the sheltered life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Is it 420? Yeah, yeah. That's a great game. 420 it's time. <laughs> <laughs> but, um I've oh, lost my train of thought now. Sorry, but man. I guess do I make sense? Do I yeah, do yeah, do, no. do you think that there's a possibility that practical exams, that was it? Potentially a practical exam. How you introduce that, I think it doesn't matter what vendor equipment you use. I think fundamentally you can utilize what any tool. Again, this is what we're about. The fact is that there isn't one tool that we must use and be specialized in. You yeah, can use any of the survey tools yeah. about there, and it doesn't matter which one you use. You just need to be shown what the buttons do. Once you've got past that, again, it's like driving a different car, it's like going from a manual the to an automatic.
2: And and knowing exactly. the limitations. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. But the fundamentals exist in any, any vendor of Access Point does the same thing because it's an open standard. It's the IEEE's dot 211 protocol that they have to all support. They just apply features and you know intuitive GUIs, right? They do things subtly different to yeah. differentiate them and they provide a back-end solution. But fundamentally, they all do the same thing. So I'm just asking the question. Could we benefit from having practical exams for for Wi-Fi engineers to be to to justify themselves as as the top tier versus it just being all paper? Uh,
2: you mean you mean as uh, as part of the CWNE
1: thing? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I think absolutely I mean, I'm using it as an example. I'm not saying that it has to be. I'm just saying whether no, it's no, a no, think- or even whether it's part of the design. Professional exam, for example, adding and in, in, introducing a practicality of it. Do you know what I mean? So, I'm yeah. just asking: do, do could we, could we? I don't know. Do we see the need for it? Could we, could we, could it be implemented? I don't know. I'm just asking.
2: It, it's you've also got to think about the practicalities of it, like the 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 CCIE. You know, the costs that are involved in that are, are very high. You know, in terms of you know not just to the person taking it, but also getting something like that set up is is expensive you know and 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 running that and paying the people that are gonna do all that kind of stuff and you know that there's a lot of cost involved there
1: um maybe maybe it would be a good thing well what's the incentive as in when you become a cedar when you become a ccie what do you get given what 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 doors open quite a lot yeah yeah back in the day you could be um registered with gold partners cisco gold partners and it would mean if they had a certain number, then uh, effectively you would be I don't know, remunerated your, in a very, yeah, yeah. Re, you know, you'd have a, uh, so there was always an incentive for God partners to have a number of CW CCIEs because it meant they get greater discounts on Cisco products, for example. It's harder to do that with, with, with uh, yeah. CW&P because when I got my cw and it did bugger all for my career. Absolutely yeah. nothing. It was more of a personal achievement. I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I reached it. The, 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 the biggest and only cert I've ever achieved. Um, I did it now what, but it meant nothing. Maybe back in 2013, it wasn't as prevalent or popular and people in the UK never asked for it. Recruiters never asked for it. And when you explained to them what it was, they were like, okay, I'll check that out. Thanks. But they're not interested. It was always Cisco certs. It was always a vendor cert that was needed. Now fast forward, nearly 10 years, definitely there's more awareness of CWMP certs, for sure. But I still think it's not as big as it could be or should be. Um, I still think that there is definitely um, gaps where yeah. still don't know vendors um, certification still rules the roost, not as much as it did. It just means that you don't get a higher pay raise uh, pay- mm-hmm. paycheck. So paycheck for fuck's sake, what am I talking? I'm not American <laughs> um, salary. So if you were a CCIE 10 years ago, you you'd earn a good rate of pay, right? Today, I don't think you earn as good as, because there's a lot more CCIEs out there these days, for example. So the market's saturated, but that doesn't take away the certification and the achievement that you've made. It's still the most respected. Anybody that's done it, I mean, they're for me at the pinnacle and people that still go through it now when they get a new number that's 60,000 or 70,000, whatever it is, it still takes a lot of effort. And here's the funny thing. I question the validity of, engineers who are ccie 10 years or 20 years how viable they are now still doing yeah, their yeah. trade
2: Yeah,
1: because the guys who have done new certs and got the new numbers well they're up to date i mean i would yeah. prefer to employ them because you know they, they've learned the virtual stuff the coding stuff the mm-hmm. sda stuff and all of that that comes with it whereas the guy that did it 10 20 years ago well they're probably still using frame relay right <laughs> so well, it's the yeah, yeah, you know it's yeah, a yeah, valid totally. question as a recruiter as a manager. I would ask that question to go All right. I've got someone who's got twenty plus years experience in networking. He's a ten year CCIE. Okay, but has he been abreast of current technology? Whereas I've got a new guy who's five ten years in networking. He's got a CCIE recently achieved. I probably would edge towards him because a, he's going to be cheaper, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, it asks, yeah. but it's, a, it's a good question to ask yourself. And it's, it's yeah. like, you know, with a new breed of CCW and e's that coming through, compare say Martin Seymour to me, <laughs> <laughs> you know, does he learn, has he learned newer stuff than I have potentially, because I would say he has, he's this CWNEP programs evolved to keep up to date with technology. And there's probably more information about Wi-Fi six. Yeah. Yeah than there was I mean it wasn't around when I was um, when I did in 2013 so Matthew's more up to date potentially with certifications if he has recently done his professionals and same with you you've done a professional exam that's more recent and applies maybe things that are more relevant in terms of the knowledge that you need to apply to be a good designer for wi-fi networks maybe things have changed and evolved so they've you've now got better ways of uh, applying design principles that you've learned for example I, I i don't know i'm asking is that the case um yeah two I for thought, yeah. right
2: well yeah i i, I mean th- th- there are two sides to it aren't there because i i i do think that experience counts for a lot because you you can't you can't fit experience into an exam or into a do, do you know what i mean like there's a there is always going to be a wealth of knowledge that is included in experience. There is still a bunch of stuff that I do because I've done networking for so long that hasn't changed just because I've taken a few exams. Yeah. But that has been, but that experience has now been kind of elevated because of the knowledge I've learned as well. So th- there are a bunch of people on YouTube, you know, that, that do like, um, uh, I I sometimes watch them just for fun, um, like Ubiquity Wi-Fi networks. And they talk about how to set up Ubiquity Wi-Fi networks and and, and like how they're so good and how all this stuff works. And it, it's quite funny watching them because it's, it's where I was before I started on the CWNP stuff because it was it was all based off of experience rather than actual knowledge it was all based off of reading um you know anecdotal things rather than actually understanding mechanically how stuff worked behind the scenes like and i find i find it quite interesting watching those videos again because they'll talk about things like oh you know yeah just turn on um fast fast transition you know but they've just got a WPA2 network, you know, and like, <laughs> it's like, Good one. It, it, yeah, exactly. And it, so it's, it's things like that where, um, you know, they'll, they'll talk about, you know, making sure you turn the power right up so that you get better signal, you know, it, it, just funny things like that, where it's like, those were the things that I used to say, those are the things that I used to do because I, you know, I read the, 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 the strap line that said, if you turn on fast transition, it will help roaming. So I went, great, I'll turn that on, not knowing that it only had an effect if there was an 802.1X network connected to it. You know, you're doing it through that. So it's like, it, 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 I find it quite funny going back and, and looking at those things. So now that I, I can take that experience that I already had, knowing that, oh, okay, look, this isn't actually how you should do it if I was going to do it perfectly, but for what you need it for, it's going to work. Do you you know what I mean? Like being able to put both of those things together. And I think that sometimes you do get people that do exams, you know, that there's, you know, there's someone, isn't there like a CCIE, who's like, there's like a really young kid. Who's like doing his CCIE or something like that. It's like 16. So in that instance, like, obviously that, that person is is very, very intelligent, but. They can't have they can't have much experience to go with it. No. Do, do you know what I mean? So yeah. everything then is just theory. None of it is. Yeah. Do, 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 do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I, think, I mean,
1: it just sh- I think it just shows that they've got the intelligence to yeah go that's somewhere. I, mean. I, I think you got. It's like one extreme. That that's an extreme example where you've got someone with massive academic brain that can just yeah analyze so- and in absorb absorb the information and just translate that into answers in an exam and ace it he gets it but that doesn't mean to say that he has any type of experience to to know how to apply the theory that that comes with i guess exposure experience really? and age right that that's exactly yeah. what what happens so um because and because some and then you got the other sorry, just to give you an example you got the other yeah, extreme yeah. which is people who have been doing it for 20 plus years yeah. um but don't have any certs but yeah, you yeah. utterly respect them because they know exactly what they're talking about even when you challenge them they mm. rise to the challenge. They meet you. They, mm. they justify the fact that they have got knowledge, but they have a zero certification.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the problem is you do get that kind of like bottom of that bell curve, don't you, where you've got people that have been doing it for ages, but because they've never yeah. had to challenge themselves or, you know, they think they know how it all works, but actually their knowledge is so low and yet they're the people that the majority of companies are listening to and are relying on for advice, you know. And I think, like, I think because I was operating at that level for a while, where I thought I knew how it worked. Yeah. And then it was all of a sudden it was like, oh, crap, it doesn't work the way I thought it did at all. Like, it now I find it useful to have those certs because I can go, well, okay, you know, I am learning. I am you know moving towards understanding this better and better and better and better and and i think like even just having that even having something to aim for means that i'm constantly purposefully learning rather than just carrying on doing what i was always doing if that makes sense
1: yeah and i lost my train of thought there but it was a good one um oh man probably probably just call it a day there mate Done. No, no, it was, a, it, was a, it was something good too. Ah, it was something really good. What was it? It was um, what were you just talking about again? Remind me.
2: Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, I'm going to bed. So. I
1: it's been. I've only had two beers. I've not had enough. In fact, no, I've actually I actually had, had two big cans. In fact, wine. that's not even a pint. Nice. And, and here we are talking Ooh. sense. Maybe this is a new new podcast for 20. I'm not doing. It? I'm not doing a sober podcast. That. <laughs>
2: That is not what I signed up for.